It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Magic. Your daily Orlando Magic Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is March 2nd, 2021. My name is Phil Cross, Mike, and the expert insight editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can follow me on Twitter at PhilipRR underscore. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we'll break down the Magic's 130-124 to 124 loss to the Dallas Mavericks and why their defense just can't seem to fix all the problems. We'll get into that coming up here in just a moment, but before we do any of that, I do want to remind you all, you can check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network by searching Grammy Download Podcasts for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Just like this podcast here covering the Orlando Magic with excruciating detail, this podcast covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only find from a local expert who knows their team best. Want the lowdown on the Dallas Mavericks after this game? Check out Locked On Mavericks. Want to look ahead to Wednesday's first half finale against the Atlanta Hawks? There's some news with them. Check out our good pals at Locked On Hawks. No matter who your team is, whether it's in the NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, or College 2, there is a Locked On podcast for you to search for every download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for. The Locked On Podcast Network, it's your team every day. When you're facing a player like Luka Doncic, um, the one thing you cannot do is give him cushion. Obviously, you don't want to give him space to shoot because he could get his shot off seemingly at any moment. You don't want to give him too big of a lead, you know, too wide a latitude to make mistakes. Um, if you're a team like the Orlando Magic trying to fight your way in, trying to stay in the hunt against a team like the Dallas Mavericks, you can't reduce your margin for error. You can't make it harder than it already is. And, and trust me, it is already very, very, very difficult. But that's where the Magic found themselves. You know, down by, what was it, I think 15? Certainly down by eight with about a minute, with about a minute and a half, two minutes to play. The Magic were scrambling. Their offense was certainly capable. They scored 124 points in this game. But at a moment when 
Uh, but as time is running out, there's simply no room for error. And so with about a minute to play, minute 15 to play, Doncic crossed up Michael Carter-Williams. Carter-Williams did the right thing, trying to guard the paint, and trying to keep Doncic out of the paint. And he stepped back into a three that gave the Mavericks an 11-point lead with about a minute to play. That's the dagger. That's the kind of shot that a player like Luka Doncic can make. That's the kind of play that there is no defense for. And when you're trying to come back, when you've dug yourself too deep of a hole, those are the kind of plays that end your night. The Magic did plenty well in in Monday's loss. They scored really effectively. Nikola Vucevic nearly had a triple-double and had one of his more incredible games in a season that's been full of incredible games all year long. But the Magic could not keep up. As their bench played through much of the second quarter, they gave up their first quarter lead. They struggled to stay in the game or struggled to, to stay in contact, waiting for their starters to come back in and reestablish stronger play and reestablish themselves. That was a good thing. But but the, the Magic just couldn't keep up. They couldn't play this way. They needed better defense overall. It's too many easy shots, too many times that the team was ripped apart by dribble penetration, too many times where they just lost contact with Kristaps Porzingis. He missed six three-pointers in the first, first half, and that was frankly lucky. Magic gave up a lot of open looks. But Jalen Brunson had 20-plus points off the bench. Luka Doncic was obviously incredible, uh, coming in assist shy of a triple-double. Um, the Mavericks had all the answers. And the Magic had none of the stops. And this has been a key that we're going to talk about a little bit later on in the show. Orlando right now, their margin for error is just incredibly small. And it, frankly... The team doesn't function offensively without Nikola Vucevic on the floor. Um, and again, he I, I can't describe I can't tell you anything more that Nikola Vucevic can do to win these games. He is playing his butt off um, and producing at levels that we have not seen from the center position since Dwight. Certainly since Dwight was here, but honestly, I don't think we've ever had a center that is as multi-talented and faceted as Vucevic is. But still. Orlando is going to have to look at this game with some regret. They scored plenty. They were excellent offensively. They did everything they were supposed to do. On that end, at least. And yet, they were still chasing. Still trailing. Still trying to scratch and claw their way back in. As Steve Clifford said after the game, the Magic struggled to to execute the things they worked on defense, things they worked on in the morning defensively. And that part is disappointing. I mean, I could sit here and say this too, though. It is encouraging that the Magic were able to compete against both the Jazz and the Mavericks, two very strong offensive teams. At this stage, it's it's good. It it shows that they're still fighting, and there's no doubt this team is still fighting. I mean, I, I think some of the discussion online among Magic fans is questioning Steve Clifford's coaching job, which is frankly ridiculous with the amount of uh, injuries they've had to deal with and the amount of, uh, just frankly, the lack of talent on the roster at times. The fact is, 
they're still fighting for him and they're still trying to execute. Now, whether that is sinking in, whether that is being effective is certainly a question. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Steve Clifford has done a perfect job this year. We'll get into one of those things uh, that happened in this game, at least, that, that certainly suggests that. But, but they're fighting. They're playing hard. They are scrapping and clawing and trying to still stay in this fight. And that's a good sign. You want to see that to the end of the season. You don't want to see games where the Magic just look like they've given up. And again, I don't want to say that they, they have, but we've been through rebuilding seasons where it's been very clear that you can knock them out early. That's not happening here. Not yet, at least. And that's a good sign for all the intangible stuff that we talk about for the big picture. But the Magic right now just don't have enough. And for now, the Magic are struggling to be consistent. And that's really what the game is at this point. The Orlando Magic fall to the Dallas Mavericks 130-124. to We'll run through the box score and talk a little bit more about that defensive inconsistency coming up here in just a moment. But first, don't let the stress of daily life weigh on your body. Whether you're an elite athlete or someone like me just trying to make it through the day tension-free, Theragun can help. Theragun is a handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combo of depth, speed, and power, and it's as quiet as an electric toothbrush. The Gen 4 Theragun doesn't just feel good. It gets to the source of pain by releasing tension using Theragun's signature percussive therapy, which goes 60% deeper than vibration alone. Whether you want to treat your muscle tension from working out an injury or just the stresses of everyday life, there's no substitute for the Theragun Gen 4. The OLED screen and design make you feel like you're holding something from the future. Just go to their site and check it out. And the Theragun app learns from your behaviors and suggests guided routines. Theragun is trusted by 250 professional sports teams like Real Madrid and elite athletes like Paul George, DeAndre Hopkins, Maria Sharapova, hundreds of thousands of customers, and a whole lot more. Try Theragun for 30 days starting at only $199. Go to theragun.com slash locked on right now and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's theragun.com slash locked on. Theragun.com slash locked on for this special deal. Also, don't forget, here in Florida, our cars are important. We can't get around without them. So taking care of your car is the most important thing for you. Or it might be, I don't know how much of us are still working at home. Um, but anyways, getting around, you need your car. If you're someone that takes care of your car yourself, rockauto.com is the place to go. It's a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why? Spend up to twice as much for the same parts. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Today on the Locked On Today podcast with players fleeing the Houston Texans, what NFL team will be the worst to play in 2021. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get 
podcast. Let's run through the final box score for you real fast as the Orlando Magic fall to the Dallas Mavericks 130-124. to It was yet another masterful performance from Nikola Vucevic. I, I mean, I... I know that there's still some people who are, are scarred by the first few years of the re, by the first years of the rebuild and, and the struggles the Magic had, but this is a different Nikola Vucevic, guys. Um, what he's done under Steve Clifford over the last three years this is one of the three three best uh, years that we've seen from a Magic center. Obviously, not Shaq or Dwight levels. I'm not saying that, but he is putting up some bonkers numbers and, and he's taken his game to a whole new level this year. Nikola Vucevic finishes with 29 points. 12 for 24 shooting, 5 for 8 from beyond the arc, 15 rebounds, 8 assists. Um, teams have to double him now, and, and and that unlocks so much of the offense. And if the Magic could just get, you know, get even Markel Fultz back, uh, just a ball handler who could create a little bit, um, you know, Cole Anthony would even help a, a little bit. And honestly, Aaron Gordon would help a little bit. I, 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 I would be interested to see if this team can hang on long enough to get Gordon and Cole back. Um, I do think that getting those two players back would tremendously help this team. Um, you know, because yes, Vucevic would have less of a burden to carry, but those are two guys that could just create a little bit more around him and through him. Uh, and, and the Magic just need that so desperately. Just They just have so few offensive options and, and reliable offensive options. Um, Vucevic just, again, honestly, the biggest number for Vucevic, and, and I don't like citing plus minus um, for an individual game, but the Magic were plus 10 with Vucevic on the floor. Uh, again, the Magic offense does not function without Vucevic on the floor. I'm going to talk about Ken Burch here in a little bit. The only player on the roster that had an on-court offensive rating, offensive rating of less than a point per possession in this game was Ken Burch. And Ken Burch played all the minutes that Nikola Vucevic did not. Um, Ken Burch played 12-31. Nikola Vucevic played 35-29. Um, again, Burch was minus 16, uh, the worst on the team. Again, I don't like citing plus minus, but in this case, it is pretty instructive. The magic offense does not work without Nikola Vucevic. Um, it's it's pretty clear at this point, uh, and that's both a problem. That's that's a, that's a huge problem actually because the magic the magic needs something, and we'll get to that problem later on. I promise. I keep teasing it. We're going to get to it. Um, but Vucevic just keeps putting up in great individual games. Um, you know, maybe he could have been a little bit better defensively on Porzingis. Um, I think there's a lot of responsibilities on that. Um, I'm not saying his defense was great. In this game, no one really was. Um, uh, it, his didn't stand out particularly to me other than just maybe being late to get back out onto onto uh, flares from Porzingis, but I, I I really can't be upset with how Vucevic played. Um, you know, I, I think I say this after every game at this point. He's been really, really, really good. This game, though, he got the help that he needed. Um, Evan Fournier, 26 points, 8 for 13 shooting, 5 for 8 from beyond the arc, 5 rebounds, 2 assists for him. And that's even playing fewer minutes. He only played 27 minutes thanks to um, a groin injury that knocked him out for a little bit in the third quarter. Uh, Fournier was really good offensively. Uh, was was getting into a shot, was making his shots, which has been a problem for him the last two games during or during this losing streak, really during the last three games before this one. Um, the Magic, the Magic, obviously, I mean, I've, I've said this over and over again too. The Magic need Evan Fournier, the Magic need Terrence Ross to shoot effectively to win games. Um, that's just the bottom line. For their offense to work, they need those two guys. And then if you add another player having a big game, you know, like Michael Carter-Williams in this case, um, you're, you're, you have a chance to have a really special game, have a really strong offensive performance. Um, and that's that's what the Magic had here. Uh, but, and this is the this is the bad part, I, I was not impressed with Evan Fournier's defense. 
I thought his defense was especially poor throughout the course of the game. I felt like he was um, struggling a ton to keep his man in front of him uh, and to and to just make stops, uh, to make simple plays. I mean, that's that's really what this is about. Um, you know, I think I think overall the Magic's biggest problem defensively wasn't necessarily pick and rolls; it was ball containment and staying in front of your man. Um, those those are just such huge huge deals for this team, and those are simple things. Those are simple individual responsibilities that this team wasn't executing at a high enough level, and, and that's obviously something that the Magic have to do if they want any chance to win these kinds of games. Um, so um, overall, Fournier's offense was obviously super important. I, I say this all the time, that Fournier's role in there is to shoot and score effectively and efficiently. He did that, but his defense left a lot to be desired. I, I, I just didn't feel like there's a lot of you know maybe second efforts or just kind of getting, getting that little bit extra that you need in order to defend at a high level. Terrence Ross scored 18 points, 7 for 17, shooting 3 for 10 from beyond the arc. Um, typical Terrence Ross game. I'm not, I don't think there's a whole lot more to say about that. Michael Carter-Williams, 18 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists, 8 for 13 shooting. Um, did a really good job getting in the paint. Um, you know, Obviously, he had a, hit a 3, um, you know, so when he hits that outside shot, that changes things a little bit. But did a good job attacking the rim, getting to the basket, finishing around the rim. Um, you know, when he plays that well, um, he, the Magic's offense, again, take can, can shoot up a little bit and, and become a whole lot better. Um, I, I I really liked how he played in this game defensively. Um, still, you know, no one was good defensively. Um, I think I think MCW would even agree with that. Um, so still a lot to get, still a lot to work on on that. And we'll talk about the defense here coming up in just a moment. Chuma Okiki and Alfred Camino have both played very, very well. I, I think those two deserve um, some some mention. They're both still kind of on a minute restriction. They're playing about 22 minutes per game now, um, which is good. Um, and, and I think I think we're seeing a lot of development, especially from Okiki. Um, you know, I think if there's a place where the Magic can make a little bit of a push, um, it might be in increasing Okiki's minutes and seeing if he can handle it a little bit more. And that may be something that they look at after the All-Star break, um, certainly something that they might look at Um you know, it'll be something that'll be interesting to see how it plays out when Aaron Gordon comes back from his injury, um, how the Magic handle his minutes and how the Magic handle um, Aminu's minutes, but both are playing well right now. Aminu, seven points, three for six shooting, one for two from beyond the arc. Um, again, just thought he did really, really well. Um, I would have liked to see him defend Luka at some point. Um, I don't know if the Magic are quite ready to throw him to the Wolves like that, but I thought that was going to be the matchup for, for most of this game, and we didn't really see that uh, a ton. Chuma Okiki, six points, two for three shooting, all from beyond the arc, three rebounds to assist. Um, again, just continues to look impressive. He's making his three-point shots. I mean, he's not attacking a ton off the dribble, but if the ball rotates to him, he's making the, making the right plays a, a, or a quick decision um, and able to hit from beyond the arc, which obviously the Magic need. Okay, been teasing it, been delaying it. Ken Birch played the backup center role, 12-31 in the game, missed both his shots, no points, two rebounds, one steal. I... I say that I said this throughout the night. The box score stats don't matter um, when it comes to this backup center decision. Um, it's not about the box score stats. Uh, I agree that Mo Bamba should be playing at this point. Um, you know, again, it's not just about that he scored 11 points in 13 minutes on Saturday. Um, that's frank. That's frankly nice, and that's a reason to play him. Um, but it's not it. It's not everything. It's not the whole game here. For the magic, it's it's about the stuff that doesn't show up on the box score. Are you in the right spots defensively? Um, are you executing the game plan? Are are you kind of helping the team out? Um, you know, by your presence less so than by your your box score impact. And this is the frustrating part because 
you know, I think that a lot of us agree, and I think Mo agrees, and, and, and I would even say Coach Clifford agrees, that a lot of Mo's problems, a lot of Mo's issues on the court with his positioning and awareness are just about the fact that he hasn't played much in, you know, now a, a year, uh, more than a year. Um, he just hasn't been on the court enough to really get all the timing down. I mean, even Mo would say shot blocking and rebounding are uh, as, about timing as much as as much as anything. Um, you have to, you know, kind of be away. You kind of have to get the groove of a game down and. and Bamba just hasn't played enough. So, you know, I think we were all excited to hear hear Clifford say that he was going to play Bamba, uh, you know, regular minutes for a little while. And, and I think some of it was, I think some of it, I mean, he did say it would be matchup dependent. Um, but, you know, consistency is so important. Uh, it's, it's, it's something that Clifford stresses all the time that if you, you guys know who they're playing with, when they're playing, that helps them play better. Um, and to be frank, Birch did not play well in this game. You know, I, I I know I have been someone who said Birch has played really really well. It's hard to justify taking him out of the lineup. Um, that definitely has slowed down, has dissipated, and and I've been on the boat with everyone else saying that yes, Bamba should be playing. That Mo Bamba should be um, getting his minutes and getting his time on the floor at this point um, you know, because the Magic need the offensive push. I mean, they obviously didn't need the offensive push this game, but having a guy who's at least a threat offensively is such a big deal. And right now, the difference between Birch and Bamba uh, is negligible defensively, to be perfectly honest. Um, even though Bamba still makes a ton of mistakes, um, it, you got to give him the time to work through those mistakes and get better. And I think that's really the disservice that's being done to Mo right now uh, is, you know, everyone says he needs time to get his rhythm back. He needs time on the court to get his rhythm back. And then he gets the rug pulled out from under him. Now, Clifford, Clifford explained after the game that he felt like this was the right move because Birch is a better pick-and-roll defender. Um, I, the numbers probably do bear that out a little bit, but we're talking about thin margins here. And ultimately, we're talking about the backup center position. Again, the results speak for themselves. Ken Birch did not play well. Um, I thought that he was in the wrong spots defensively. I thought he just didn't look like he knew where he was. And again, the same thing for Bamba. It does Birch a disservice. He's been out of the rotation now. For a little while, um, you know, he, you know, isn't expecting to play, you know, maybe isn't expecting to play or, you know, he's obviously staying ready to play, but, um, you know, it, it's, it, it, it isn't helping him this inconsistency either. And so that's, that's really what it has to be about. Pick a guy, go with him no matter the matchup uh, and just play it out. I mean, again, it's, it, I, I, I think that's what does both players best. This game on Monday those minutes with Ken Birch cost the Magic the game. That's plain, plain and simple. Those minutes cost the Magic the game. It was clear they could not work with with Birch out on the floor. And again, make you make the decision, you go with it. Um, you know, so I don't think sticking with him was necessarily the wrong decision. Picking him was the wrong decision in this case. Uh, no matter the logic, it didn't work out. Results are ultimately what matters in this league. And again, the Magic lost this game with Ken Birch. Um, I do hope that we'll see Mo back in the rotation. On Wednesday, um, you know, I, I, I mentioned this uh, online throughout the game. The only, th- what I really hope for um, is that, you know, even if it's not being transparent with the media, I hope that Clifford is transparent with his thought process and why he's doing these things with both Bo and Ken because this constant shuffling isn't doing either player any service. And, and that's ultimately what this has to be about, about getting the most out of your players. The Orlando Magic shoot 49.5% from the floor, 20 for 41 from beyond the arc. They commit just eight turnovers. 
played a really good offensive game, but the Mavericks were that much better, 52.2% from the floor, 17 for 46 from beyond the arc, uh, seven offensive rebounds, uh, leading to 15 points, I believe. 15 second chance points, I believe. Jalen Brunson with 24 points, six rebounds. Luka Doncic, 33 points, 10 rebounds, nine assists on 12 for 22 shooting, five for 10 from beyond the arc. Trey Burke with 11 off the bench, and Kristaps Porzingis with 17 points, just three for 10 shooting from beyond the arc. The Orlando Magic now on a four-game losing streak. They fall to the Dallas Mavericks, 130-124. to We'll talk a little bit more about that defense coming up here in just a moment. But first, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football is over. Done. Finished. Unless you're following the, the FCS, but that's that's another issue. But the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Get real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but really the first words you want to say are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And trust me, as someone named Jake, that is a fact. That's the phrase that will help you feel good knowing that you have people who could help you find the right coverage for the things you want to protect. Insurance doesn't need to be complicated with a State Farm agent. With so many coverage options, it feels good knowing you can find what fits you because your situation is unique. And State Farm is there to help you feel supported with the coverage you need for your car, your home, and even boats, motorcycles, RVs, and other things that matter to you. And when you need ways to get help, don't yell or be angry because State Farm gives you options there too, in person or on the phone with your local agent or on statefarm.com or their award-winning app. State Farm lets you do things your way. So when you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Cade Cunningham, Evan Mobley, Jalen Suggs. Get to know these names, Magic fans. How much do you really know about these potential NBA stars for tomorrow? If you want to know more, you need to subscribe to the Locked On NBA Draft Podcast. Prospect scouting reports, draft rumors, mock drafts, and full coverage of March Madness four days a week from credentialed draft experts. Subscribe today and follow Locked On NBA Draft. The Orlando Magic for the last two seasons have been built on their defense. It's it's the Steve Clifford calling card. It's, you know, you're tough to play against because you're disciplined and tough defensively. That is who this team is. That is how this team can be successful. It's essential to what the Magic do. Completely essential to what the Magic do. Uh, and their struggles to defend are one of the big storylines this season. The Magic have now dropped to 20th in the league defense and defensive rating after climbing up to as high as 15th. Um, you know, being back in the middle of the pack after a strong week during that win streak. What's more concerning, perhaps, than how than and then the Magic's numbers slipping as they have is it's that it's never the same thing twice. Just just take this game, this this uh, string of games. Yes, the Magic have played three of the best offenses in the league. And have given up 120 points to each of them. And Thursday's loss to the Brooklyn Nets, the Magic struggled against that offensive juggernaut, giving 129 points, but that was exacerbated by the team's turnovers. The Magic uh, had 
the Magic had uh, what was it uh, 18 turnovers for 24 Brooklyn points in that game. They gave them points. And a team that is usually a low turnover team was suddenly a very high turnover team. So the Magic vowed to be better Saturday against a very strong Utah Jazz offense, the best off- or the, uh, the third best offense in the league by offensive rating. But Utah still carved them up, despite turning the ball over just three times in the game, or four times. Um, the Jazz got to the foul line. They still got their three-pointers, and they attacked the offensive glass with 24 points off 10 offensive rebounds. They made 17 of 24 free throws. The Magic, usually very good at both of these things. They're... Uh, second in the league at defensive rebound rate, grabbing 77.2% of their rebounds, and sixth in the league in opponent free throw rate. So very uncharacteristic loss. So the Magic, again, vowing to be better against a very strong Dallas Mavericks offense, gave up only 13 second chance points on seven offensive rebounds, and a 25.6% free throw rate. 23 free throws for the Mavericks. Again, not the best number. The problem instead in Monday's game was their pick-and-roll defense, was their struggles to contain ball handlers, and just how the five-out offense that Dallas runs left the paint open and left the Magic a little bit stretched thin and exposed. Steve Clifford said after the game that many of the things that the team worked on in the morning shoot-around, they simply did not execute. He expected them to play better. And again, there's a lot of personal responsibility that comes with defense. It is hard to... It's hard to pin down a specific number or specific stat that says, oh, this is how well you should be playing defense, or this is this describes how good a defense is. That's just not how this thing works. But the magic just weren't executing well, weren't executing at a high enough level. It is Frustrating to look at the defense and say, okay, why is the defense playing so poorly? Uh, certainly, you can point to missing personnel. Aaron Gordon being out, and the Magic's probably best per individual one-on-one defender. Jonathan Isaac being out, perhaps the team's most impactful defender. Certainly hurt matters, um, no doubt. Having to shuffle the roster around the way that the Magic have has left the team a little bit exposed defensively. And yes, the lack of practice time you know, something that Steve Clifford uses and usually uses pretty well, has hurt the team a ton. It's very clear at this point that the Magic were hoping to use continuity and and having virtually the same roster to shortcut this season. And again, largely it worked until the injuries started hitting. But the Magic still have to find a way defensively. Um, as, As many factors as there are, as many... Things as there are that are leading to the team's overall struggles in this category. This is still their path to winning. They're not going to have games where they drop 124 points. That's not the team that they are, as Steve Clifford repeats endlessly. This is a team that needs to find its defensive consistency. I I know this is a tired thing that I say all the time. The regular season is about what you can do every single night. It's about what you can do on your worst nights, the thing that you rely on that gets you through. For the last two years, that has been the Magic's defense, but that is not what's getting the Magic through. In fact, you look at how at the worst teams in the league, the reason why they're the worst teams in the league is they don't have that thing. They don't have a calling card. They don't have something to lean on. That's what the Magic's defense is supposed to be. 
And right now it is not delivering. And why it's not delivering is different every single game. That can't happen anymore. That can't be how this team operates. That can't be who this team is. The Magic now are 14th in the Eastern Conference. They have the the fourth worst record in the league. Um, For all those that are hoping for a high draft pick, the Magic are sitting in the the driver's seat to that, um, so to speak. And yes, the second half schedule is very, very difficult. Although I do think getting Aaron Gordon and Cole Anthony back uh, whenever they come back will be a huge boost to the team. And I think that they will play a little bit better. But to be sure, if you're looking for a reason why the Magic are where they are, it's this defensive inconsistency. That is the reason. If there were the same problem happening over and over and over again, that's at least something you can work on. There's at least other elements working. But right now in this stretch, again, against very good offensive teams. Don't get me wrong. The Magic can't even pinpoint what the main problem is. When they eliminate one problem, another one, two more rise up. That's a lot harder to resolve and a lot harder to solve if you're a coaching staff like Steve, if you're a coach like Steve Clifford and you don't have the practice time to kind of drill things down. Honestly, without training camp, without a full training camp, it might have be already too late to get a lot of these things completed and solved. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. You can of course follow us on Twitter at Locked On Magic. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Or tune in to him like Google Play, Spotify, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at Philip R underscore OMD. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic. Be sure to check out OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at OMagicDaily. We'll have a lot of trade uh, trade deadline stuff to talk about coming up on tomorrow's episode. I'll break down what I think the Magic should be looking for as the trade deadline nears. We'll get to that tomorrow. But until then, for Orlando Magic Daily, this is We'll again next time for another episode of Orlando Magic. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.